Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, our study of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 is put on hold for a week as Pastor Harris delves deeper into the uses of the word gospel as found in many other Bible passages. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he teaches us today's portion of this week's message entitled, Good News for Everyone. We're also told that the gospel is antithetical to anything that the Apostle Paul calls a different gospel. The different gospels that he had in mind was anything added to the finished work of Christ. Galatians chapter 1, verse 6 and following. So we are also told that the gospel is not according to man, meaning it's nothing man would think up. It's nothing man could ever accomplish. Uh, That's Galatians chapter 1, verse 11. This is God's plan. This is God's good news. This is His gospel, His salvation, His eternal life. We're also told it is the truth of the gospel. The gospel and truth are inseparable. It is called the gospel which is the word of truth, according to Colossians chapter 1, verse 5. How do you communicate truth? You communicate truth in words. How do you communicate the gospel? You put together the true words of eternal life. It is also called the gospel of your salvation. There's no other way to get there. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. And we're still not done. The good news is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Very similar to what we've seen before. That one's in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 8. He is our Lord when we believe the gospel. He is Jesus. It is the glorious gospel of the blessed God. And it says that's what we are entrusted with according to 1 Timothy 1, 11. It is the gospel to the circumcised. How does a Jew get saved? By believing in the finished work of Christ, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. He was buried. He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. And it's also the gospel, the identical gospel to the uncircumcised. Now, as we read through the early days after Jesus ascended to the Father, Peter delivered the gospel primarily to the Jews. Paul delivered the gospel primarily to the Gentiles. But look very carefully. Both of them preached to Jews and Gentiles. Who took the gospel first to a group of Gentiles? Peter did. But where did Paul go first every place he went? He went to the Jews. He went to the synagogue. So, when you get down to the end of this sequence, of the development of this, Paul calls it my gospel. Why? 
Well, it's my gospel, the gospel I preach, in contrast to the false versions of the gospel that he wrote about in Galatians chapter 1, the versions of the Judaizers. And Paul's gospel, he says, was the preaching of Jesus Christ. If you proclaim Christ, you proclaim the gospel. And you can't proclaim the gospel without proclaiming Jesus Christ. Let's look at the end of Paul's most um, theological of all of his letters, Romans 16, verses 25 through 27. He says this, Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel. Okay, my gospel, I'm coming to Rome, I want to teach it there, I want, to, I want to nourish you in the faith, I want to build you up in the faith according to my gospel, which you've heard, my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, one and the same, according to the revelation of the mystery which has been kept secret for long ages past, but now is manifested, in other words, this gospel, this good news, it wasn't fully unveiled until you had the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And now this mystery, which had been kept secret for long ages past, but now is manifested and, notice again, by the Scriptures of the prophets, He's tying everything He taught to according to the Scriptures. By the Scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the eternal God, it has been made known to all nations, leading to obedience of faith. That's the mystery. Israel is set aside, and now this huge channel flowing to all the nations is opened up. So he says to the only wise God, through Jesus Christ, be the glory forever. Amen. What he's saying there is... He was privileged to be the one through whom God spoke and revealed the final touches of the completed gospel message. That was given to Paul, the one whom God primarily used to explain what it means that Israel is set aside. Who explains that more than anybody else? The Apostle Paul. He used Paul to explain that now Jew and Gentile are united in Christ. We see that in the book of Acts. We see it from Peter. We also see it most thoroughly from the Apostle Paul. We are all united in Christ by faith in this thing called the body of Christ. And that's teaching that is almost exclusive to the Apostle Paul. Notice also, it is the gospel of, or the gospel to Abraham. Wow. Now that's some historical whiplash. We just went from Paul back to Abraham. Well, that's because Paul spoke of that. To Abraham, long before Moses, long before there was a nation of Israel, we read in Galatians 3.8, the Scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, all the nations will be blessed in you. Part of that great covenant that God gave to Abraham, first revealed in Genesis 12 and then reiterated in Genesis 15 and a couple of other times after that. But centuries before the Mosaic law, we're told 
exactly how Abraham came to be declared righteous. That's in Genesis chapter 15, verse 6. Then he believed in the Lord and he reckoned it to him as righteousness. That is a crucial Bible verse. That one is quoted in four places in the New Testament, all to make the point that salvation comes by responding in faith to the good news. And it's the good news that you receive the righteousness that you are incapable of producing on your own. James even makes the point that Abraham believed God so profoundly that he acted upon what he believed. He demonstrated the reality of his faith by his works, specifically referring to offering his son Isaac. But James 2.23 says, And the Scripture was fulfilled, which says, And Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. Interesting way to say that. The Scripture was fulfilled? We usually think of that referring to a, a prophecy or a, or a type, a prediction of some kind. But what he's saying is that declaration, Abraham believed God and was credited with righteousness, that was fulfilled by him living his life in such a way that he rigorously obeyed God. We also know as we continue this down this path, we also know that the gospel is what grafts the Gentiles into the fellowship of believers that began among the Jews who first embraced the risen Christ. This ties together God's plan for Jews and for Gentiles. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, he was in jail in Rome when he wrote this, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace, which was given to me for you. God called Paul to be the messenger to the Gentiles. That's what he's saying there. And he gave them that revelation for him to take it to the Gentiles, that there was made known to me the mystery, as I wrote before in brief. Now, interesting, we don't have whatever letter that is, but he had written to them before this about it. He says, by referring to this, when you read, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which in other generations was not made known to the sons of men as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets in the Spirit. Paul is saying, I and the other apostles have received something never before made known by God. What is it? To be specific, that the Gentiles are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body and fellow partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. One portal, one way in, Jew, Gentile, male, female, rich, poor, slave, free, whoever you are, one way in 
through the Gospels. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.